It's time now for the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich and Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, here we go. Here we go. December 1st, and then it's already here and gone and moving rapidly toward December 25th, of course, which is Christmas. Rich... I want you to comment a little bit here because Christmas is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T and then M-A-S. When will we learn to take Christ out of Christmas is only to end up with uh, very little, very little, just empty pockets really at the end of the holidays. Uh, That's the important thing that I want people to remember Uh, this year for sure. It certainly is on my mind. Well, Christmas is when we celebrate John 3.16 because it's for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And, of course, Jesus came into the world. The very Son of God became flesh, took on human flesh, and the purpose was for him to live a perfect life and die on the cross as a sacrifice for our sins. What a wonderful, wonderful uh, blessing that is. And so that's kind of what we celebrate at Christmas time, and it comes to full fruition, of course, at Easter. Well, during these next uh, few, uh, you know, times that we're on the air, between now and Christmas, and for Bot Radio Network, folks, I want you to know this is what's heavy on our heart, and we are really going to emphasize that. Now listen to this, a Christmas card to Jesus. Well, here it is Christmas time again, Lord. Folks are doing their usual rushing about, making preparations for family feasting and exchanging of gifts. As I watch this routine every year, I'm made to wonder if Very many people stop to think anymore what they're actually supposed to be celebrating. Seems many have forgotten that first Christmas so long ago when you came to our world and brought your gifts of love and mercy. Apparently some have lost sight of the life that you gave to pay for our sins that we might be reconciled to your Father. Seems a shame, Lord, that in our rush to complete the gift lists and prepare so many good things to eat, we're prone to just leave you out. How short-sighted of us to allow the central figure of our celebration, you, Lord, to be shoved into the background. We're such silly characters, we humans, taking ourselves so seriously, acting as though our present lives were so important, putting our energies into such meaningless activity. You'd think by now we'd have learned, Lord, that the really important part of this life is how we relate to you and how we serve you. Can you forgive us? As we flutter through this Christmas season, will you help us to be aware of the things that really matter, like peace, love, and goodwill? And make us mindful of your blessed presence, dear Lord, which puts Christmas in our hearts through every day of the year. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So let's start out, Rich. Let's start out, because there is joy at Christmas. And it isn't because of the presents, and it isn't because of the lights, and a Christmas tree and all of that. No, 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 no. There is joy at Christmas. Listen to this. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing, as heaven and nature sing. 
uh, Rich, um, I have been thinking that Christmas is the whole enchilada, so to speak, because it begins, you know, the things that we really believe and uh, and are doing everything we can about Radio Network to get across with our programming is that that Christ, first of all, the story of Christmas starts out with the conception of Christ when Mary knew that she had conceived a child. I mean, isn't that the story of life? Isn't that just the story of life? It begins with conception. And believe me, when Christ, when Mary conceived that baby Jesus, it wasn't her body. It wasn't her body. Her body was used to nourish and to, to give sustenance, that sort of thing. But that conception is where it started. Doesn't that have a message right there to everyone listening? Whatever church you attend, for goodness sake, if you say you're a Christian and you believe the Bible and you believe common sense, why, just think about that for a minute. That's right. Now, you are really in the Christmas spirit today. When you came bounding into the studio today, you had the joy of the Lord on your face. And I think you're full of the Christmas spirit. Well, I mean, it really, I've been thinking about this. Christmas is a time when you can think of the whole circle. It began with conception, and then it proceeded to the birth of Christ, my word. Uh, didn't God, I mean, isn't, uh, who am I to comment on God, for goodness sakes, except the whole story is there. He couldn't have come any other way if you really think about it. He had to be among us. He had to be part of us. He had to be both God and man. He was, that was the mystery and yeah, the beauty. the Bible says the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's exactly right. Now, Paul Harvey, people know that I really, I imagine his memory means a lot to us. Matter of fact, he was one of the first people on Bot Radio Network 55 years ago. But Paul Harvey recorded something about this thought. And folks, turn your radio up because as you hear the voice of Paul Harvey, you are going to understand how important it was that Christ became one of us in order to get the job done. Here it is. Unable to trace its proper parentage, I have designated this as my Christmas story of the man and the birds. You know, the Christmas story, the God born a man in a manger and all that escapes some moderns, mostly, I think, because they seek complex answers to their questions, and this one's so utterly simple. So for the cynics and the skeptics and the unconvinced, I submit a modern parable. Now, the man to whom I'm going to introduce you was not a Scrooge. He was a kind, decent, mostly good man, generous to his family, upright in his dealings with other men, but he just didn't believe all that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just didn't make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He just couldn't swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. I'm truly sorry to distress you, he told his wife, but I'm not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay at home, but that he would wait up for them. And so he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. 
Shortly after the family drove away in the car, snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier and then went back to his fireside chair and began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound. Then another. And then another, sort of a thump or a thud. At first, he thought someone must be throwing snowballs against his living room window, but when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled miserably in the snow. They'd been caught in the storm and in a desperate search for shelter had tried to fly through his large landscape window. Well, he couldn't let the poor creatures lie there and freeze, so he remembered the barn where his children stabled their pony. That would provide a warm shelter if he could direct the birds to it. Quickly, he put on a coat, galoshes, tramped through the deepening snow to the barn. He opened the doors wide and turned on a light, but the birds did not come in. He figured food would entice them in. So he hurried back to the house, fetched breadcrumbs, sprinkled them on the snow, making a trail to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs and continued to flop around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms. Instead, they scattered in every direction, except into the warm-lighted barn. And then he realized that they were afraid of him. To them, he reasoned, I am a strange and terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them, but to help them. But how? Because any move he made tended to frighten them, confuse them. They just would not follow. They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. If only I could be a bird, he thought to himself, and mingle with them and speak their language. Then I can tell them not to be afraid. Then I can show them the way to the safe, warm... to the safe, warm barn, but... I would have to be one of them so they could see and hear and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells, Adeste Fidelis, listening to the bells pealing the glad tidings of Christmas, and he sank to his knees in the snow. Oh, man, man. Uh, Rich, um, America has a lot of problems. America has a lot of problems. And people are going to spend tons of money, more than they really should, more than they can afford, trying to put salve, trying to put a Band-Aid, trying to put something over, over a sore that cannot be healed other than going right to the root of it. And at Christmas, isn't that exactly what we should dwell on? in every church, in every congregation, in every family, in every gathering, sitting around the table with your children. Uh, my word, has there ever been a year when we need to put Christ back in Christmas? Rich, if I, if I, if I go shopping and they say season's greetings, or they uh, dodge that, or they, they talk around that, now I don't get angry because I... I know they're just employees, and they've got to do whatever the instructions have been. 
you know, by the, by the people who hired them or what the company policy is. But my word, season's greetings just won't get it, will it? No, a lot of times it helps if you initiate it. If you're the first one to say Merry Christmas, a lot of times they'll respond uh, in the same way. Uh, but it is about Christmas, and it is about Jesus coming to earth to live among us, to die on the cross for our sins. Yeah. It's the whole, as I said in the start of the program, the, the whole enchilada is. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He didn't stay in the grave. He rose three days later. Well, you see, now, you know, is, isn't that a wonderful thing about being a Christian? Because we have Easter. First of all, first of all, let me just say this. There's something to think about here with New Year's. Because when you become a Christian, it isn't, it isn't what you've been. It's who you are at that moment. And then where you're going. That's kind of what I think about in New Year's also. You know, it's the new year. So we have this, don't we? As Christians, every one of these have a meaning if we will just accept it. You're right, Rich. Easter, Easter Sunday morning, follows the worst day of recorded history. That was what was known later as Good Friday, but really it was the crucifixion of Christ. It was that was on that day, and yet it became known later as Good Friday because there never would have been an Easter uh, Sunday morning or a resurrection, to put it more accurately. But I want you to think with me, folks, uh, this Christmas right now, um, put joy in your heart, put a smile on your face, and when you're greeting people, let them, let them see the love of Christ, and even at a cash register, if they say season's greetings, maybe with a smile you could say, well, uh, more accurately, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. He's the reason for the season. He's the reason for the season. All right, let's listen to this. Unto you is born this day of Christmas is the birthday of our King The greatest gift of all He came to bring He's the Prince of Peace, let's show Him that we care Let's put Christ back into Christmas this year
Innocently rich, parents can forget the reality of that and their responsibility as parents to be sure that that is planted deeply in the heart of their boys and girls. Uh, of course, the kids are excited about what are you going to get for Christmas and all of that, and that's not to be di- diminished at all. But parents have the responsibility to make sure that those boys and girls know what Christmas really is about. Right, and of course that's a, a responsibility throughout the year, but especially at Christmas time. I wonder what family traditions uh, the families in our listening audience have. I know in our family it's always the case that the grandfather or the father reads the second chapter of Luke as we're gathered around the tree before we start opening presents, to focus our minds first and foremost about what the true meaning of Christmas is. And I remember growing up that that we would say, you know, we give gifts to each other because of Christ's love and the gift that God gave to us in his Son. And we can't really give physical gifts to Jesus, but we give gifts to each other as a reflection of his love. Isn't that, isn't that a beautiful illustration, once again, of how Christmas tells the story? Because, you see, I keep repeating, you know, where they ask the Lord, the, what is the best commandment? And he clearly said, you know, right away, that you love God with everything, your heart, your strength, your everything. And he said, the second is likened to it, that you love your neighbor as yourself. And that is where the gift giving at Christmas really came from. I'm, I'm sure of that. I wouldn't question that for a bit. That's why we give presents to each other, not to get a present. Folks, you've got to teach your kids that as well. It isn't, well, what am I going to get? In return, it's the joy of giving. That's about it, isn't it? Right. I hope every family reads the second chapter of Luke on Christmas morning now, uh, or Christmas Eve. I've mentioned this several times over the many years of Bot Radio Network since it was founded 55 years ago. Isn't that amazing? Uh, but my father was raised in an orphanage in Minneapolis. And uh, as you can imagine, as an orphan, why uh, Christmas is his childhood, why... Uh, that had a whole different feeling, a different meaning, I suppose. You know, he never talked much about it. Um, listen, uh, you always have those questions that come up in your mind after the person is no longer there that can answer them. But I recall he never talked much about it. He did He did tell my two sisters and I to be sure to finish our plate because that food is something that he worked hard to provide for our family, and he didn't want it wasted. And he did mention then being in the orphanage a little bit at that time, but mostly he just didn't say much. I imagine it's like they say that a war a war a soldier... Um, a veteran. A veteran comes home, you know, if they've really seen battle that's really rough and hard, they don't talk much about it. It's somehow buried deep and doesn't come up very easily and that sort of thing. Well, this next song, I think, really should resonate with everybody listening because it's the voice of this little kid 
And and what he's wondering about is uh, is wouldn't it be wonderful to live in a house where every had everybody had a room and there was plenty of room for everybody? Remember, Rich, our dear friend, um, Reverend Bill Owens, who was raised in Memphis, and he said when he grew up in Memphis, I think his mother, she they had thirteen children, and his mother, uh, she had. X number of kids, I don't know, six or seven or eight of her own, but then her sister had died and left several children. So Reverend Bill Owens said, my mother took them in, and we had 13 children in that little house. But but we had love, we had love, and we had care, and all of that. Folks, now just turn your radio up and listen to this. Jesus, I heard you had a big house Where I could have a room of my own And Jesus, I heard you had a big yard Big enough to let a kid You had clothes in your closet Just the right size that I wear And Jesus, I heard If I give you my heart Then you'd let me go there Jesus Just like to tell 
Isn't that something, Rich? Isn't that, isn't that, is, is that not the Christmas spirit? Um, it, listen, we enjoy the transcript that's prepared each week out of the phone calls that come in on our listener comment line. And when they call, whatever's on their mind, things they don't like or things they do like or they have a question or whatever it is, we enjoy reading that every week, don't we? Sure, sure. So if you can, get a pen and write this number down, 1-800-345-2621. That's 1-800-345-2621. That's our listener comment line, and you can let us know your comment about our programming here at Bot Radio Network. Uh, and I tell you what, every signal, every station that you hear Bot Radio Network is very important, very, very important, all the way out to California <clears throat> and then up through Indiana. And then we have Keokuk, Iowa. You mentioned that, Rich. Right. Have people called our listener comment line from Keokuk, Iowa? We have. We've had. We've heard from some of them well, there. How about Rapid City, and South Rapid Dakota? Rapid City, South Dakota. We've heard from some new listeners in Rapid City, South Dakota, and Fort Smith, Arkansas, as well as all of our listeners. Dad, and you know the, con- the type of comments that I enjoy the most are when people tell their personal testimony about how something they heard on Bot Radio Network made a difference in their life. Listen. For time uh, and for eternity. At, at Christmas, uh, many times people are talking about the very sound of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. They have a song I just love. Happy birthday, Jesus. That, that puts us in the spirit of this thing. We're running Why out of time. Why is our program always so short, for goodness sakes? Uh, this is Dick Bott with this chapter of the Complete Story, and Rich is with me in the studio here. What do you got to say well, in closing? Well, I've got to go get some Christmas shopping done. Okay. We'll see you later, folks. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>